Welcome to the Narrow Pod Between Pages, where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Narrow Road Between Desires page by page, and then we talk about it. This is page number 32. Reeling, Bast made certain his face was still a mask. It held. He made certain it showed nothing of his eyes or what he truly felt. Then he flourished it with just a tinge of curiosity, lifting up one eyebrow just a bit. Costrel watched him eagerly, and Bath's first thought was the quickest way to fix the clever little bastard's trick would be to rip his throat clean out and throw him off the hill. He'd strike the hard stone bluff across the water, then fall into the stream below. Bast would like to see that the spiteful little viper try to call his name without a... And that's the page. I'm Bill. I'm Patrick. And I'm Joy. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. quite the shift in tone. Yeah. I find it kind of hard to process this while I'm actually reading it out loud for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So just the, I, I'm uh, drawn to the very last line here. Bass would like to see this spiteful little viper try to call his name. So this somehow gave the kid some power over Bass's name. Or is his name imbued in this penance piece? So it it's worth noting that this page is half an image, half a, an illustration, and it is uh, Costrel dropping what we now assume to be a penance piece into Bast's hand. Right. Yeah, we should note. We should mention off the air. Uh, we looked up penance piece in the 10th anniversary edition, and it is a teardrop-shaped coin made of brass, and does seem to match the illustration here. This illustration has like Sistine Chapel, like hand of. God and Adam vibes to me. Yeah, I love that. It's like <laughs> anyway. So again, it does does this piece call Bast's name? Yeah, it's it's somehow associated with his name or or like th- this definitely gives Kestrel power over Bast. And uh, you know, again, that's what I think is what Bast was afraid of. Yeah, I I still don't know if I think Costrel is innocent, but Bast sure doesn't think mm-hmm. he is, right? <laughs> right, oh, or sure. maybe Bast doesn't even care if he's innocent because he has power over me either way. I think mm. that's a good point. That's much more to Bast's character. He doesn't, he doesn't care if he's innocent or not. He doesn't know if Kestrel is doing, Kostrel is doing this on purpose to gain power over Bast. But he does Buddy. call him a clever little bastard, mm-hmm. and calls it a trick. Mm. So maybe he it's does. So think... hard. Go ahead. Sorry. And maybe he does think it's on purpose. Spiteful, trick, clever. Also, Bast is is really powerful. He's going to knock this kid all the way from the top of the hill across the river and into like the cliff face. <laughs> oh yeah. He's going to just, I mean, that's not, we don't actually encounter anything in any of the books. That's that powerful on display anyway. Do we? Bass has been doing some serious kettlebell swings. 
It doesn't mess around. But yeah, that really goes back to uh, the bit in Wise Man's Fear when when he's like, when Quoth says, you know, the humans and the Fae are really as different as alcohol and water. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, they might look similar, but they're super duper not. And this, I guess, like all these aggressive words he's using maybe could just be his anger flaring at what happened. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think he's actually going to cut his throat out, claws throw it out and throw him into the cliff across the stream. Sorry, I'm still worried about whether or not I think Kostrel is innocent or not, even though Bast is writing him off in this moment as being a viper. Yeah. I don't think we really know. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll find out on the next page, but <laughs> unclear. Um, I want to go back to the top of the page mm-hmm. because it kind of sounds like we're seeing behind the curtain of uh, the the glamoury, right? He has to make certain his face was still a mask. Mm-hmm. He feels good that it held, right? He, he's not even sure that that's going to hold. Then he... Um, he flourished it with just a tinge of curiosity. These sound like direct manipulations of the glamoury that he's wrought. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Nothing of his eyes or what he truly felt. There is also in the um, in the frame narrative in the main books, there's a talk about how Quoth has become, started to become his mask and coat. And, and then... Uh, I think it's at the end of the first book and and Chronicler tries to defy, defy Bast a little bit. And uh, then he's like, do not mistake me for my mask. Right. Mm. And there's also when he grabs the iron, mm-hmm. um, his eyes do change color. I think that that's scene. the same moment. Yeah. In that scene, mm-hmm. his eyes do change color, but here his eyes don't change color. His mask isn't slipping. I don't I don't have anything else. I just want to keep turning pages. Same. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we'll do that tomorrow. On another narrow page. 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 page.